It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. Welcome to it. It is Carcone Carne. I'm James Van Oslo. And Carcone Carne is sponsored tonight by our friends at C&H Financial Services, as well as Siren Records, McHenry. So I've mentioned this before. Sorry if this gets to be old and tiring, but I'm going to be back in the car. Right now, there is no car. There is no carne. It's just, just this big, long con. I will be back in the car, hopefully around episode 600, and I'll start doing episodes outside restaurants with guests, fully vaccinated fellow guests. We'll start doing what we used to do pre-pandemic. That said, I'm still going to do interviews like this because it's easy. I can do it right from my proverbial home office. Uh, My picture of my dog as an astronaut behind me. I'm going to keep doing these too because it's a great way to connect with people who don't live in Chicago, who can't make it to the front seat of my car to share jalapeno poppers. The point is this, Carcon Carne going back to its proverbial roots while still moving forward, taking lessons it learned, from the pandemic, and that's all going to happen within the next couple of weeks. With that all out there, restaurateurs, restaurant owners, dive owners, I'm coming for you. Let's let's talk. Let's promote your business. Let's get restaurants back on this podcast. Let's let's start planning, plotting, and scheming. Tonight, it is a returning guest. The returning champion is Ryan from the band Marina City. Hey. Way, way back years ago in 2018, which seems like a veritable lifetime ago, Way yeah. back in May of 2018, Marina City joined me at City Barbecue for episode 164. Tonight, it's episode 589. OMG. Wow. I, it's so great to see you, Ryan. It's so great. So great to see you. This is when I know that the world is getting back to order when I get to have a chance to talk with my pal, JVO. Man, this is great. I already feel so hopelessly outclassed by you tonight for a couple reasons. Uh, one, well, I mean, come on, you're the front man of Marina City. But, <laughs> but two, you've got a slick microphone set up. You've got the pop filter. I've been a broadcaster for a kajillion years. I, I can't <laughs> I can't be bothered to put a pop filter in front of my mic. But also, you're wearing a blazer, and I'm wearing a Funko Pop Doctor Strange t-shirt. <laughs> well, look, I like I said, if I'm talking to JVO today, I got to look my Sunday's best. But... But honestly, I also had a meeting today um, that I was going for the Recording Academy secretary. I'm trying to get them to vote for me uh, for this for this uh, position in the Recording Academy. But today I was like, you know what? Kill two birds with one stone. I got a great talk show host today that I'm talking to. So oh, that's right. well, I hope you get it. it, it Thanks. Can, can we call anyone? Can we lobby anyone for you? <laughs> yeah, we... that was my lobby talking about, hey, I'm on, I'm on car con carne tonight. So if you guys... If you want some legit stuff, uh, just right. know that this guy will be on that tonight. I, at some point, I swear to God, it'll matter. It'll turn heads. <laughs> yeah. Carcon Carney, no shit. Why yeah. go for secretary? You're president, son. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is your moment. So it, it's been a few years, and I, I, I kind of want to go back to the beginning of Marina City and work our way forward. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't think I'm imagining this. Your sound has changed and evolved. Since yes. we first started talking, since I yes. first started playing you on the radio you know, four or five years ago, whatever it was. Yeah, probably um, longer. <laughs> so I guess this is kind of a, a broad, open-based question, Ryan, but talk a little bit about where the band started, yeah. Marina City, yeah, where you are today, and there's a lot to talk about going on today, and where you're going to next. Yeah, so... 
Look, when we first started Marina City, I was uh, 18 turning 19. When we first started Marina City, the keyboard player was 15 turning 16. We were very young. We we knew each other from high school. We met Eric the drummer on Craigslist. We were just a group of strangers who were trying to find our footing on what we should do. Now, we got in a room together and the opportunity to play with bands, most of them were pop punk bands. So we we're just like, mm-hmm. well, how do we play shows with them? Well, let's just kind of write some pop punk songs. So we were doing it. But the thing was, is that we honestly didn't even listen to pop punk that much. Like I grew up on Michael Jackson and, and uh, like Prince and stuff like that. And, and Eric, the drummer uh, was with nine inch nails and Foo fighters and like all this, like alternative R and B pop, all these kind of things. But we were like, how do we get shows? Well, let's get in the pop punk world. So we started doing that. We're playing it. It got us all the way to warp tour and it got us to be on a bunch of cool tours and things like that. And we loved it. It was absolutely amazing. But then we were on Warp Tour and we, we got off, uh, we just got off of it. And we were like, man, is that it? Like, is that is that as far as we can really go in this genre? Because we were seeing bands that we loved so much, headline Warp Tour. And they were playing the same festival we were playing. And this is like the seventh or eighth time they played it. And so we we're just like, damn, like we've had all these really big as- aspirations as as musicians. And we felt that, we were limiting ourselves a little bit by being in a genre that felt like the glass ceiling or the ceiling was headlining warp tour. And most of us weren't even listening to the music. So we were just like, when we don't even listen to the music that much, then we're also in this genre that we feel that we need to, we want to, we want to go farther. So what can we do? Well, to be honest with you, we listen like I'm not even buttering your biscuits here. We listened to a lot of 101 WKQX. And when you guys reached out about picnic, that was one of the biggest moments for us to go, wait a minute. Like there is a way to have guitars. There is a way to still be like almost a rock band, but also the ceiling can be a lot higher. I mean, look at all these bands that look at, look at this. And we were like, but this is what we're actually jamming. This is what we actually like. When I, when I go in a car, I put on the radio, it's, it's alternative radio. Right. And it's like, but all the bands that we were playing with, and the music that we were playing wasn't that. So it was like this disconnect. So we sat with each other and talked and we said, what do we truly want? And we knew it was going to be one hard. We knew we were going to lose uh, fans who originally listened to the original music. We knew that. We knew that was going to happen. But we were like, this is our project. This is what we love. This is This is us. And we would not be telling the truth if we continued doing the music we were doing just because it was something we always did. Isn't this interesting? You had to find your voice. Yes. But in the yeah. process, in the process of finding your voice, you were successful. Like <laughs> you, you, you didn't quite figure out who you were. Yeah. But this, this early version of who you would become seemed to be working out okay. Like yeah. th- these stories don't always play out like this. No, we, we were like I, I say, we were finding success before we found who we were. And yeah. you just, you basically just said that, but that's something that I've been kind of saying. And look, I love the old stuff. Like, I don't, I don't want to bash it. I don't want to say, you know, forget about it and stuff like that. It is something that made us to what we are today, but as a musician, and I listen to so much different kind of music, it has been really cool to be able to change styles and almost that it's become a, you know, when Marina city releases a song, I don't actually know what I'm going to get from it. I'm just excited to go find out what it is instead of being a band that 
every single time you hear something, you know, well, it's 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 just another version of it. And uh, mm-hmm. so we're excited to see where we're. And, and that's why you become an artist. That's why you are yeah. an artist. Yeah, you, you do it for yourself first, and if things work out, great. But I mean, you have to make your soul and your brain happy. Yeah, we've been really lucky though that. A lot of our fans and new fans have come through it with it and has been able to push us to keep doing stuff. And, you know, 2020 is a year that makes it really difficult for a lot of musicians to feel hopeful and to mm-hmm. feel like they got to, you know, like, should we keep going? And I mean, aesthetic, uh, uh, cosmetically wise, we are a four piece than as a six piece we used to be. Uh, and a lot of that has to do with the changes of the world and things like that. And I don't know, we may have still been a f- six piece if. 2020 wasn't a thing, um, mm-hmm. but it just strengthened for me, my belief of what I really want to do as a musician and be a musician. And, and when the world ended, I still wanted to write music uh, and still wanted to do this thing. And so did the guys in this band. And we're really excited for the future because if we were able to overcome this and then whew, watch right. out. I mean, selfishly, I, I'm kind of glad you're a four piece now. Just easier to get in my car. You know what? <laughs> so we've had a lot of conversations. We had a lot of conversations where we were like, well, should we add other members? Should we do this? Should we do that? And one was, look, we've had a chemistry for so long. Why tamper that? Mm-hmm. The second thing was, dude, think about how easy it will be as a four piece. We can be in JVO's car the next time <laughs> we're in there. We can like, we like the van when we go touring, just like there's so many logistic reasons that a four piece works so much better. And look, I miss every single day, Aaron and Brian, and that is nothing against them. I love them so much. In fact, Aaron is standing in my wedding. Brian's going to my wedding. Every like we are still great friends. Brian's actually my exterminator stuff for the house. Um, but uh, as a four piece, it's going to make things a lot easier. So oh, I totally get it. So as we're recording this, we're airing this broadcast. We're, we're recording it and we're airing it. Yeah. It's April 8th. It's nine o'clock on uh, Thursday night. Tomorrow is when undone. The new song is available on streaming services and yes. it'll be heard on the radio Sunday night between 10 and 11 o'clock on demo three, one, two and one, one WKQX. But as we, as we're recording this, are you taking a screenshot with your mobile phone? You know, you could do it with your desktop. Well, I'm I'm putting it online on my Instagram so I could tell people this is happening right now. Oh, cool! Check All it right. out. Yeah. Do you, Do you want me to pause? No, no, I got what? it. I already did. That's how fast it is. It's that it's that millennial. In me. Well, I, well, I know, but do you want me to like, <laughs> smile more or should I be more demonstrative? No, I got to show them the true JVO. I can't just be like you know, like in your true fashion. And honestly, it was a good shot. I was actually, if I redo it again, it's because of me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Actually, yeah, you're in pure form right there. So that was good. Yeah, that's a little something for the millennial fans. <laughs> Got to keep them happy. So I like, right. I like the I like the salt and pepper, by the way. Do you? Yeah. Do, do I look? Do I look too old? No, you, you look refined. I look refined. Is that yeah. good? Because I, yeah, I have an yeah, impish, yeah. I have an impish boyish charm that I'm afraid I'm covering up. Mm, that is a good point. That is actually a good point. But you know what? I look at you and go, "Wow, that's a wise man." All right, fair. Okay, <laughs> we'll see if that if that bears out. But. Uh, <laughs> undone is the new song it's available on the youtube right now which yeah. some people might be watching on the youtube right now uh, you yeah. head on over to marina city's page to watch that it's available on all streamers tomorrow on april 9th so let's talk about the past year because i feel like marina city was busier than it needed to be almost as a band like it seemed like you guys were 
digging into a lot of different stuff. First of all, I'm just so happy that you did say that because here's the thing is that social media is really tough because now with the algorithms and a bunch of other jazz with it, you don't often even know if people even are seeing your stuff. You know, you're just like, we're just like making content, putting content out. And it's like, look, I mean, you may get so many likes, but that's not how many people see it. It's just that how many, you know, how many Instagram allowed to see it. You know what I mean? So first of all, we had a big conversation early on in the pandemic where we're like, well, what happens? What was a musician? What is a musician in the year 2020? And honestly, I still think we're in the year 2020 until we're out of this pandemic. Right. We're still there. All right. What does that look like? And we had to realize that what does a DIY musician do? They do everything. They're involved in everything. You know what I mean? Um, so we started we started making our own podcast. And one, it gave us an opportunity to talk to each other each week and not like lose that communication that we I see each it. other. Yep. Um, but two, then it just gave an insight of what we're thinking, what we're doing, just something that people can put on for a half hour and just like zone out for a little bit and just hear us talk because we've been such good friends forever. Uh, we started creating playlists for people to listen to. Uh, I heard that there was a thing that... 2020 was the lowest of streaming numbers because people aren't traveling as much or going to parties. And that's where you share most streaming. So here's an opportunity to listen to a bunch of music that came out in 2020. Honestly, it was a great year for music. So much great music came out. Totally agree. And I think we're going to see kind of like a a baby boom after the end of a war. I think we're going to see a music boom. Over right. the next 18, 18 months we're gonna see uh, we're gonna be part of that music boom that's, oh, that's clearly I, you know i was putting together uh demo 312 for sunday night and i was just looking at the numbers i think i'm playing 11 songs that i've never played on the radio radio before five artists who i've never played on the radio before there's that's awesome volume of stuff coming in is this deluge this is what a radio host prays for and, and yeah. hopes for and dreams about like, Oh my God, not only is this a, a windfall of great news st- or of new stuff, it's all great. Like it's, right. it's exciting <laughs> stuff. I want to play on the radio. Well, you had more time to like def- refine it, you know, and, yeah. and, and get it as great as possible. Dude, like not only did I write two records for Marina city, but I've been writing an own solo record as well. And a lot of that has to do with just like, I want to be as creative as possible. This is a time that like, you know, all those times we're like, Oh, well, if I only had time to do this, I could make this happen. If I only had time to do that. Well, I had a lot of time. I had a lot. Like <laughs> I didn't leave this place for a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, and I still don't really go anywhere, but you know, like, there's like, Same. I got my first shot and now my job is like, Hey, why don't you come like once or once in a while? But for a while, man, I would wake up and go to sleep in the same clothes in the same room. You know, it's like, it's kind of depressing. Right. The, but, the past, well, that's the reality we all lived in. I mean, for the right. past 13 months, I've been sitting right here. Right. Just <laughs> yeah. You're looking at my pandemic life right now. Yeah. I, I've moved some stuff around in the background to keep it visually interesting. The <laughs> nice. picture of my dog in an astronaut suit moves around a little bit, but <laughs> nice. that's, that's this. I get it. This right. is the way we've all had to live. I mean, honestly, that's the reason why I'm standing right now too, is because I sit a lot like i sit a lot now and i just and i'm just like i have to find ways i have to find excuses to stand for a little bit just so that i can like get some blood flow i actually got my apple watch actually tells me like hey it's time to stand up like you are way too lazy um so but that's yeah. weird yeah i've got the fitbit same thing it says you're a sedentary piece of shit move, <laughs> yeah. move. yes <laughs> yeah yeah but it's funny as you're talking about the podcast and just a way to stay connected. I mean, obviously I'd, I'd been doing this podcast 
long before the pandemic hit, but yeah, in my decision to go nightly, that was part of it for me was mm-hmm. to stay connected and just be an outlet for people. Just yeah. you know, we're all kind of sucking this up together, but it, it kind of kept me sane. Like just having that. And it's so interesting. I, one of the things I found, maybe you feel the same way during the pandemic, I found I had less to talk about with people. Like I found myself not wanting to talk because nothing new happened. Yeah. Like, I mean, this podcast yeah. was like the, the, the depth of what I had to offer the world because I, in everyday life, well, what's new with you? I same stuff. We're all doing the same stuff. It's it's like it's like when people used to post photos of their food all the time. It's like, dude, uh-huh. like on Thanksgiving, like when people post food uh, on Thanksgiving, it's like, dude, we're all eating the same shit. And that's like right now, like <laughs> we're all doing the same shit. <laughs> so it is weird, and it's tough. And like, and how does a musician really survive? Because then you get the algorithm against you. And I and I hate to keep bringing that up, but it really does suck because it's like. All right, so you're supposed to create interesting. Uh, there's some apps that you're supposed to be on three times a day and post something, right? And you're supposed to do this, this, and just like, well, what am I supposed to do? See, I think I think that's horseshit because creating content just to create content, I think, works against you algorithm algorithmically. I think if you look at Facebook, for instance, if you post something to Facebook as a brand, as yeah, Marina City or as Carcon Carne. Facebook will serve that up to basically like a test group, a test audience. Yeah. And depending on how that audience receives it, whether they're interacting with it, commenting on it or sharing it, Facebook will then like open up the gates and push it out to more people. But if people yeah. aren't react- reacting to it right away, it doesn't go as far. So if you're just pumping shit out just to pump it out, that actually I think is, now I, I'm not speaking for other platforms, but as far as Facebook goes, I think that is yeah. detrimental to you algorithmically. Speaking. Well, I, I 100% believe Facebook. Yeah, I mean, and otherwise you got to put like some kind of ads to it. Yeah, I think that Instagram too is is a big one like that. I think the, the one that I was really more talking about is like the TikTok world right now. But either way, oh, I'm, sorry. All, I, I'm over 30. I We can't yeah, have these conversations. Yeah, yeah. Either way, all I'm saying is that there's just all these things working against you, right? I, I had this one conversation and I'm not going to call him out uh, on here, but it was a congressman uh, because I'm part of the Recording Academy and I, and I talked to them about what are we doing? This was early on in the pandemic. What are we doing to help the, the music industry? Now, today actually is a great day because the SVO uh, grant was just released so people can get that. So if you're familiar, if you're not familiar and you're listening to this right now, if you're an independent promoter or a, a venue owner, you are actually eligible to get 45% of your gross income from 2019 gifted to you as a grant right now. If you apply for it at sba.gov, uh, it's called the SVO loan, just like JVO, but SVO. So you know, it's good. Oh, I, I can remember that. <laughs> but what's awesome about it is that it's 16 point something billion dollars that's going towards uh, venues and the music industry, basically, but two point something billion dollars of it has to go towards independent promoters or venues that have less than 50 employees right now. So if you have less than 50 employees right now, go get that. They need yeah. to give out that money right now. But before now rewind for a minute, we didn't have that a year ago. Right. Mm-hmm. So I talked to a Congressman and I asked him, what are we doing with it? And he tells me, you know, man, being a musician, that's risky stuff. Uh, this should have been another path that you really should have pursued because something like this could have totally happened and you never know for it. And I go, whoa, 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 dude, I understand that I chose this life and I understand that, but I also work as an A&R at this merchandise company. And there are people 
There are uh, 50, 70 to 80 people that have just been laid off for printing T-shirts. Yeah. For printing T-shirts. They didn't sign up for the music industry. They just needed a job to go do printing T-shirts. Right. And they are out of jobs. And I can only imagine there's so many other ones. So when you tell me that it's the this music industry, blah, blah, it's, it's not about me just as a musician. It's about all these other people that you're not thinking about. Uh, and, and, and so we need to start planning for that. We can't just say that it's just for entertainment. Um, well, and whatever. I was really, I was really upset about that. Yeah, no, it's, it's enraging. It's a, it's a reductive way of looking at things, totally ignoring that hurricane triggered by butterfly wings yeah. concept of how this all works. I mean, it's just, yeah. it all just keeps on rolling downhill anyway. So let's go back to Marina city because, yeah. uh, we got this comment here. Thoughts on Trust Fund Baby. I believe this could be a huge radio hit. <laughs> Put you on the spot, JVO. We're, we're all listening. I, well, here's the thing. I don't know what, what could be a huge radio hit. I don't know what that what that secret sauce is anymore. I'm not sure I, I knew it back when I was a music programmer. Uh, I think Trust Fund Baby is one of the most fun things you guys ever did. Thank I, you. I really, that's, that's a great song. I love the video. I, lo I love everything about it. I really appreciate that. I, well, if you like that, then that's the vibe we're really going for a lot of stuff. So that's exciting. And I think you, you know, we talked about the band overall, the band's evolution yeah. through the years. Uh, I think you've grown as a vocalist. I mean, I know you've been doing this for a long time, but I, I can hear the range and maturity in what you're doing, Ryan. That that means so much. I'm actually, you know what? If I can hang this up on my refrigerator, I'm going to get that. And I'm just going to keep playing that over and over on my refrigerator. I appreciate that. <laughs> and so let's talk a little bit. So Undone's out tomorrow, but yeah. over this past year, new songs have been trickling in. Yes. Uh, all the best. Are, are we working our way? To, I mean, the Crush EP came out yeah. just before the pandemic? Literally the week before. This song. Right, so yeah. are we working our way toward another EP? Yes. So these three songs are probably not going to be on it. Uh, these were just appetizers. Something. Okay. So we were working on this record. And we started realizing that it was getting pretty um, much bigger than we expected. We had a lot of ideas with it, a lot of things we wanted to do with it. Uh, and we realized that like, this isn't going to be released at the time we were planning on it get released. So we were like, you know what? We have a bunch of other demos in the bag that don't necessarily fit for this record or the same theme as this record, but they're really great songs. So why don't we just do those? finish those out. We can get those done easy, get those out in the spring. And then in the summer have this bigger, more thought out record. And I, what I mean by that, I mean, like it was originally going to be a concept record, but instead we didn't, we didn't want to, we felt like when we were doing a concept record, then we were like, Oh, we have to do this to do this. And it, it just got a little messy. So it's a themed record. Um, it's a, and so we wanted to really take our time on it and make sure that when we release it, we're really happy with it instead of just releasing it just to release it because of it's been a while since we released music. So this music was our appetizer for it. Makes sense. And there are varying schools of thought on this. I have no problem. And I think this is this is the new normal. I think releasing things a la carte is pretty much the way to go, especially if you're doing videos to support single releases and eventually the the full album i think there's definitely an appetite for that i think there's an appetite for physical music again uh but i, I think re releasing dribs and drabs here and there i think that is that's the yeah. way people consume now they well i will i will say this it's probably going to be like quote unquote six singles and then when we release the record it'll be just one extra song and then it'll just be like mm -hmm. seven singles that you will basically hear this whole time so that you again it's it's an algorithm game but at the same time it's just 
that's what how people want to consume it, right? They're just yeah. excited yeah. because the day that they listen to the record front to back, they're like, wow, that was awesome. I can't wait for the next thing. And it's just like, damn, like, you know how long that took us to do that? And now you just want the next thing. So let me, let's play it out a little bit. Yeah. So you, you got to take a one division approach. People yeah. wanted to watch the entire series all in one, all in one sitting, but Marvel and Disney said, no, we're going to make you watch every week for the next eight weeks. And that was an effective move. It so you're like, move. you're like the one division of music. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm going to take that way to heart, dude. I, I've, not to get off too much, but that was a very artistic way of doing a comic uh, that I haven't seen anyone do in that I was, sense. I, they kind of lost me in those first two episodes. I'm like, oh, this has to be going somewhere interesting, please. By episode three, I was all in and I couldn't. I mean, I was I was reading all the conspiracy theories and yeah. rumors and and guesswork that was going on about each episode. I was I was completely on board through the end. I thought it was really bold for them to do something like that. Oh, yeah. Like you just said, they knew not everyone's going to, I mean, it's supposed to be for kids. There's no way kids were like, I'm going to stick around for this. What is this? I don't know. I love Lucy. And then all of a sudden it was like, wait a minute. This is, whoa, really, really cool. Anyways. All right. So back, great job. back to Marina City. I, I did want to mention, since you uh, decided to dip your toe in the podcasting world, yeah. you did uh, a podcast recently about food, which I- oh, we love food. How can you not? And if you're, <laughs> I mean, if you're a touring musician, I mean, your, your life revolves around- where, where are you going to get sustenance? Well, this is how we wake up on tour. All right. So we're going to skip breakfast right now, but where are we eating for lunch? And then what are we doing for dinner? And what's the uh, night snack? Who Who's driving at night so we know we can stop to make sure that we get this? Like, that's how we plan things out because we are such foodies that before we go on tour, we're looking at where are we going to drive past? And we got to make sure we have that. Oh, that's smart. That's not, that's not yeah. being a foodie. That's just smart. That's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's just good planning. You will not see us at a McDonald's on tour. You like that. That will not be a thing. You will not see us at, at a, if there's a chain, it's like, okay, we're getting in and out because we're in the Los Angeles area and we can't get that someplace else. Maybe we're doing Whataburger when we're in Texas or something like that. But it's, it's that like stuff that we can't get at home. Right. I totally get that. So taking chicago off the table what's yeah. the next what's the next best food city man you really gonna do that to me because look uh it is always a rivalry between uh new york and and chicago um i think chicago is the capital no matter what uh new york and the east coast itself's got great great food but i will say that i loved arizona Really? And the reason why I loved Arizona is because I'm a massive Mexican food fan and it just doesn't get much better. I mean, it's just absolutely insane of some food that they got down there. So um, easy one is the is New York that goes there and then it'll go to Arizona for if people really like Mexican food. But I'll be honest with you, it is not ever going to be Los Angeles because those people Man, they don't they don't got no taste out there. They don't got no seasoning out there. They don't know what's going on. It's true. It's <laughs> true. So reason number nine million why we can't wait for the world to return to some sense of normalness. Uh we, we gotta get the band back on the road. We gotta get them to Phoenix. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Uh and then uh we, we're gonna start a we should just start a food blog after that. We'll just tell you we're gonna stop. This is my dream, is that we're guy fury. Uh, and we just go to places and just like, we're a band. Can we eat your food and, and rate it? And they're just like, okay. And we'll just put it on YouTube talking about, look at this great restaurant we went at. It sounds hauntingly familiar to me. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like everything well, else. Would you, would you do it in your car perhaps? 
Yeah, we'll just go and then we'll call it Boys with Meat. Uh, Never been done. Brilliant. <laughs> You're a genius, Ryan. <laughs> All right, so Marina City, just to just to put a bow on this, the new song Undone, my guess is by the time you're watching this or listening to this, you can consume it. Support yes. this band. Um, there's just so much stuff out there. You, you've built a body of work. The Crush EP uh, is as good an, an example of Marina City as you'll get money doing that that cool, like, blue-eyed soul thing you're doing, that, that oh, yeah. R&B disco vibe you bring. To, I, I, loved, so I loved you guys before. I absolutely loved your sound. It, it made sense to me back in the warp tour days. I love where you're going because I, I feel like you're going for it. Like you're just taking chances and in, in you're following you're following your muse. And that's fun to Man, watch. That's another that's another one going on the refrigerator. That is literally the stuff that it's about taking chances. And every single time I release a song, I got this pit in my stomach. Oh my God, is this maybe it's not? I don't know. Uh should we have done that? Blah blah. And uh then I get to be on car con carne with jvo and he tells me that and then it makes it all i can sleep much better tonight <laughs> well all right so in summary we love you marina city we love you ryan thank you for uh, jumping you. on love the music and uh recording academy please support ryan in his bid for secretary <laughs> yeah <Woo -hoo>. yeah <laughs> go for <Yeah>. me <laughs> damn right all right ryan you stay right there i'm going to end all the right. broadcast